Talk Radio 96.7 Sports Central is what you got on your radio right now. Sports Central brought to you by Harry's Seafood Bar and Grill. Your host of Sports Central this afternoon is Neil Duncan. Everybody, and Happy New Year, Eric, my friend. Happy New Year. Happy Good New Year. We uh, were out of the studio last week because uh, the mighty Florida State Seminoles were right here on this station winning their bowl game, but we'll get into that a little bit later. But, Eric, I don't know if you know this. We have Rebecca Messina with us today. I her see her. first time, correct? Yeah. First time on Sports Central. Yep. Yay. Let's just hope it's not our last. <laughs> really? That's it. See, this is how radio works. When I say something like that, you speak into the microphone. I'm just kidding. But uh, a, a lot of stuff going on, Becky, uh, in the sports world. Uh, we're going to talk about a lot of things, uh, but probably want to start off with uh, DeMar Hamlin. Uh, Pretty much the entire sports world uh, has been talking about that. I was watching Monday Night Football when this occurred. I believe you said you were watching the game as well. I was, yeah. You're much younger than I am, so let me throw it out there, get all your giggles out of the way. But um, (laughs) I had never seen anything like this before, and it was was quickly evident that the networks didn't know how to handle the situation. I'm I'm not saying they handled it badly. You could just tell it was like one of those... We got to go to break because we got to figure out what's going on here. Same was true for the NFL, but by all accounts, the Bills physicians and and the medical staff that was on site diagnosed it right away. And even the doctors at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center or University, uh, I think, or Cincinnati Medical Center um, are basically saying, had they not acted so quickly, he may have passed away right there on the field. Yeah, I saw that. That the man that gave CPR basically saved his life. Yeah, of course, uh, Hamlin 24, uh, news coming out of Cincinnati today that he is continuing to improve. Uh, I think the last thing I saw was uh, when he went in, he was on 100% oxygen. Now he's down to 50 or a little less than 50 of of needing that. Um, He still is um, being provided oxygen, so he can't speak. uh, But apparently, in true uh, athlete fashion, um, his first question was, did we win the game? (laughs) <laughs> and then he was surprised that he had been uh, basically sedated for two days. So good news is uh, he's young. Uh, he's 24 years of age. Um, seemingly a, a just a weird occurrence to to take the hit there and then to throw the heart out of rhythm. But um, um, I, I want to circle back to, and, and I know you're young in your career and uh, you haven't been with us all that long and your first time on Sports Central, but you've been around sports quite a bit throughout your life. And uh, I know I've seen it uh, certainly in, in my career and, and in my experiences, but sports have a way of rallying communities or rallying this nation. And seemingly this young man has been kind of that rally point. So you can go on social media, you can see all the negativity in the world. This is one of those terrible for him um, and I'm glad to see he's improving. But when something bad like this happens, sports tends to bring people together. And that seems to be what has happened. Agree. Yeah, I've seen all over social media um, stadiums that are lit up with Bill's colors, and um, his number, I believe, is a lot of NFL teams' profile pictures right now. Right. Um, they all changed everything to support him. And I think the, the other thing that's just been unbelievable is I think he ha- he's got a um, – I don't know if it's a charity necessarily, but he has a passion for raising money for uh, toys and stuff for underprivileged children. And I think that he had a GoFundMe, not even, I don't even know if it was an actual 
charitable organization. He had to go fund me to raise money for uh, this initiative. And I believe the goal was $2,500. And last I saw, it's like four or five million dollars that people have contributed to this this cause. Yeah, I saw that. Tom Brady, I think, donated like $10,000. Unbelievable. Unbelievable stuff. So uh, hopefully he continues to improve. Um I know that there's been some questions. People didn't really know how to navigate this. You know, they didn't know whether they were going to complete the game. They didn't know whether the schedule, regular schedule for the upcoming week would be the same. Uh, obviously, we're right here at the end of the, the season. That was a huge game as far as the NFL playoffs. So a lot of people are like, well, how does this go forward? They don't want to seem insensitive, but there is a lot riding on the result of that game, whether it's played or not. And again, Wish the young man well. I'm not trying to say this is important, but it's not just that. There is a multi-billion dollar industry that is fantasy football that usually fantasy football is the next to last game of the season because the last game of the season, if you made the playoffs, you're not playing your starter. So there's billions of dollars out there with fantasy football as well that were impacted. So the ripple of this uh, unfortunate incident, and it is really nation and, and international wide yeah i've seen a lot of people posting about it that i know like my friends don't watch football but like it's all over the news that even they're posting it they've heard about it they're supporting him right and they have no clue anything about the first thing about football so well, i know we uh I, I might be a little uh you know show favoritism to this the sports <laughs> industry but again this is uh, sports bring people together. All the all the studies. It keeps kids out of trouble. It gives a pathway to a better future. All those things. Uh, so we certainly wish him continued uh, success in his recovery uh, to Demar Hamlin and the entire uh, Buffalo Bills organization. Something else that uh, came out this week, uh, kind of turning the page, but um, after 47 years, Bill Castle retires from Lakeland football. Um, He's been coached there about twice as long as you've been. (laughs) (laughs) About. If my math is correct. (laughs) But uh, Bill Castle, uh, he is stepping down after 47 years. Uh, He is the winningest coach in Florida history. Um, And uh, what can you say? I mean, I don't know what you say. He, 473 career wins. Uh, he passed the late Corky Rogers uh, last season for that. He's won eight state titles, two national titles. He goes out on top. I thought it was interesting. Uh, he was asked, "Are you going out and are you retiring now because you went out on top?" He's like, "No, I never considered that, but it's a nice bonus. You know, it's an added <laughs> bonus to win his eighth state championship. I think he's won f- in five different decades state titles. So That's of course, crazy. he was inducted a long time ago into the Polk County Sports Hall of Fame." Um, and I believe he was named the coach of the century for uh, the Florida High School Athletic Association. So uh, congratulations to Coach Castle. He's moving on. Uh, literally, I mean, absolutely a Polk County legend. Uh, we wish him wish him all the best in his retirement. Um, had you heard of Bill Castle before you came to Polk County? No. Um, I was in the marching band, so I really only paid attention when I was waved at. Okay. But I was at every football game at my high school. <laughs> wow. It's that in-depth reporting that we really appreciate. <laughs> uh, speaking of, I know we've only got a few minutes before we go to go to break, but um, 
uh, the Ledger, great partner of uh, Polk County Tourism and Sports Marketing. Um, we mentioned the Polk County All Sports Awards. That'll be coming up in June. Courts Coast. Excuse me. Of course, Coach Castle and his team will be there, part of the team of champions. Maybe they win the award for team of the year. Uh, Lake Wales will be there as well with their state title team. Uh, but if you go to theledger.com, they've got a full list of their fall athletes of the year. Uh, we've got a couple minutes before we go to break. Why don't we just mention some of the football players? Yeah, so um, the all-county offensive football team, uh, the big school offensive player of the year went to Trent. Grogen. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I said that right, but he's from Lake Wales. He's a senior. Um, he was the quarterback. And the small co- uh, small school offensive player of the year went to Donovan Solomon from Frostproof. Frostproof, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They had a good year as well. Yeah, there were a lot of Polk County schools that ended up in. in what about schools. the running back position? Uh, Traquan Jones from Bartow. Where, where from? Bartow? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Jackson from Ridge Community was a uh, running back. Tyler Williams from Lakeland was a ride, wide receiver. Rick Pennick from Ridge Community, wide receiver. I don't even, I'm going to apologize for that one, but Sheldon Jones from Bartow for the offensive line. Nate Gabriel from Auburndale from the offensive line. Um, Janoris Wilson, Lakeland offensive line. John Judy, Winter Haven offensive line. Yeah, well, no, I was just didn't mean to interrupt you there, but just an example. But if you go to theledger.com, uh, full listing of those uh, all uh, Ledger coaches and athletes of the year. And the neat thing about it is all of them are invited to the Polk County All Sports Awards, which will mm-hmm. be this June. Uh, so we're we're looking forward to that. And again, uh, we're getting ready to go through the process for the uh, voting of uh, the committee will convene soon for the Hall of Fame. So uh, probably in the next couple of weeks, you're going to hear us announce the 2022. Nope. 2023. Good job. 2023 Polk County Sports Hall of Fame class. We're looking forward to that. Uh, But with that, we're going to go ahead and head to our first break. Uh, When we come back, uh, we're going to talk a little cornhole. It is a sport that is absolutely on fire across this country. Uh, So stick around for the second segment of Sports Central right here on Talk 96.7. Let's do it. Absolutely. Sports Central on the radio. Talking sports. And it's brought to you by Lake Myrtle Dentistry. Your host this afternoon is Neil Duncan. Thank you, Eric, and welcome back to the second segment here on Sports Central. Neil and Becky. Becky, doing doing good so far. Thanks, I try. You going to come back next week? I don't know. You can't, you can't <laughs> shake your head on radio. Okay, there's a few things you're going to have to learn, but uh, no, we appreciate you coming uh, filling in today, but uh, this next segment, we were talking about uh, cornhole before we went to the break, and uh, we've got a special guest joining us from uh, the ACO, American Cornhole Organization, Michael Finn Walter. And uh, Michael, you want me to call you Michael or Finn? Uh, usually Finn, because uh, there have been conference calls that I've been on with six people, and five of us were named Michael, so it's easier to tell when you're talking to me. You know what? So, we, uh, <laughs> yeah, so Finn is just fine. Perfect. Well, we've had that at our, at our office before. We had like five Ryans, so I totally understand how that can happen. Yeah. Uh, but we appreciate the time. Um, talk a little bit about, I feel like at this point, you know, this is not an emerging sport. Uh, it, it, it started out in the backyard and it has turned into something special, whether it's on television, whether it's huge, uh, numbers, uh, but talk about the sport of cornhole and how it, you've seen it change over the years. Well, I would tell you, and, and the ACO since 2005 as the governing body was, it was the vision of Frank years, our founder 
back in the day who was watching some people play. I think it was in a tailgate at a, at a Cincinnati Bengals game. We're founded just outside of Cincinnati. And mm-hmm. he said, this is a, you know, a great sport where anybody can play. You can have fun. You can, uh, it'll be a good marketing tool. And then all of a sudden you start realizing, you know, people are really good at this. So how about this pro tour idea and so on and so forth. Then there came the innovation in the bags and the boards. So it really, since 2005 has gone from what you were saying, Neil, from the backyard, really kind of to the front burner on sports more than just emerging. And, and, and I think that's it. I think it's the fact that anyone can play. We call it cradle to grave. We have kids that can throw it 27 feet and nail it every time that are six years old. And we have 86 year olds playing uh, and everyone in between male, female, it's portable. It's easy to get around and it always draws a crowd. And you can, there's so many different iterations of the game. I think it's just because it's so accessible and available to anybody. And with just like anything, enough practice, you can get really, really good at it. Yeah, and uh, like any sport, you know, the bags make a difference, the board you have. So what you may have at home might be completely different to what uh, if you went to a tournament and played and uh, all those things. And, of course, uh, you know, we pride ourselves here in Polk County on recruiting all types of sports and special events, and and I'll say that uh, we consistently say if it is morally or ethically sound, we will recruit it to Polk County. (laughs) And over the last (laughs) few years, uh, Ray Lynn has done a great job from our staff recruiting more and more of the cornhole events to Polk County. Um, Got an event coming up in May, the 18th, 19th, and 20th. It'll be here in Polk County. Uh, But talk about not necessarily that event. Uh, That's just an example of event uh, coming to Polk County, but if someone were to attend uh, the event, what would that feel like? What would, what would it look like? Or if somebody was looking to get involved, maybe they're really good in their backyard during their barbecue, how do they get involved? How do they be a part of this sport? Yeah, absolutely. And, and the beauty of that entire weekend is there's an opportunity if you just want to come be a spectator and check it out and see what cornhole played at this level is like. You just come out and hang out for free, grab a bucket of uh, cold ones and join us and and, and stand right next to a court where some of the best players in the world are playing. Uh, if you think you've got that kind of game in your backyard with a partner, we have opportunities for you to come in. We have a bring-your-own-partner blind draw. You don't have to be a member. You can come in, and it's a buy-in there on walk-up. Uh, we also have a blind draw later on Friday night. So you can come in with your partner and, uh, and play right alongside some of the best players in the world. And this is a good way to find out just how good – you really are, and, and we encourage uh, folks in the local communities to come out and do that because there's typically going to be somebody in our organization somewhere near you that sets up tournaments on a regional basis, you know, week in and week out, and you can get out and have a really good time throughout the course of the year uh, on top of these. Uh, this one is one of 35 major tournaments we have around the country. So when you come in, you're going to see a lot of bags flying from a lot of different hands and a lot of different deliveries and a whole lot of fun. But you have that opportunity to come in and play side by side with some of the best in the world and uh, have a good time. I think I think you really get a kick out of it. You should definitely come check it out. And again, those dates are May 18, 19, and 20. Um, it's a festival Thursday through Saturday. You're going to see ACO doubles, singles, women's singles, senior singles, junior singles. Like you you talked about earlier, cradle to grave. Um, there, there's yeah. no minimum, there's no maximum, maximum, like anybody can participate. And I was, Becky, do you, do you play cornhole? Um, occasionally. He said there's an open division where we could go in there and, and throw some money in and Absolutely. maybe, maybe we could win. She's I mean, looking at me like I'm crazy. I'll be your partner. 
Come on out. Hey, they're, they're, oh, that's, that's all I want to hear. Becky, that's I, all I want to hear. That's what I want to hear. Wait, wait. That's what I want to hear. I want to hear, Becky, I want you to come in there and, and, and come in and throw down in the doubles co-ed. We have a co-ed division that you can watch to get a feel for it. You come in. You come in with Neil. You guys get in there and throw down in the co-ed. If uh, Neil's and, and I'm and let's in. see if we can't get you. Come on. Now, that's the spirit. That's the spirit right there. Well, uh, we've only got a couple minutes left here, Finn. Uh, how can people get more information about your organization or other events going on or, again, just how to get involved in this uh, outstanding sport? Absolutely. No matter where you're listening from, anywhere around Florida or, you know, anywhere, if anybody's, you know, checking us out online or whatnot, just go to AmericanCornhole.com. There's all different drop-down lists, how to become a member certified officials in the area near you where you can join in and become part of a group or what we like to call the ACO family. It's all there. Our Facebook page has all of our events listed out all the way down to every regional. So you can see the, the multitude of opportunities for you to get involved in. And we would love to have you have you come out and be a part of it. It's a lot of fun. We call it the ACO family for a reason. We're looking forward to having a big old family reunion right there at the Advent uh, Health Fieldhouse. Now this is uh, here coming up in May. This is the ACO Major Season 18 South Atlantic event. Is this a qualifier for yes. uh, a national event? Yes, there are points that can be earned out of this tournament for our World Championships, which are going to be held actually here in Owensboro, where I am for another major this weekend, and that's the final week of July every year our World Championships. But it is a points earning event for our members and our players. But again, if you're in the local area and you've got a good game, check out the Facebook page and look for the bring your own partner uh, and the blind draw. Cause those are buy-in tournaments. And you can come out, have it, like I said, grab a bucket and have some fun. And uh, you will be welcome with open arms. And uh, if I'm the announcer for the group, I'm not a very good player, but I will tell you, I'm coming in probably a day early to get to Fred's and get some of that cornbread and chicken I was talking about on the, before we got going. Well, I, my mouth is literally still watering because I'm a Kentucky boy. Well, what, I, what I'm going to say, Polk County, is come out and support this event so there's no way that they can't bring that national championship to Polk County, and we'll just continue to grow Absolutely. this thing, right? Absolutely. We would love to make Polk County the home of a world championship, and we're looking forward to getting down there as, as part of the uh, – you know, part of the part of the tournament series this year, 35 majors. This is going to be one of our, I think, our emerging ones, and and we invite everybody to come out and be a part of it and see what we're talking about. And uh, we just always tell you every time we come out is bring it. You got the game, bring it. There you go, Finn. We thank you so much for your time. We look forward to the event uh, in May, and we'll talk to you before the event. Absolutely. Thanks, Neil. Thanks, Becky. You guys have a great night. All right, take care. With that, we're going to head to break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about, well, because I want to, yep, Florida State won their bowl game, and we might just talk about the whole third segment. You're listening to Sports Central on Talk 96.7. We're talking sports. Sports Central. Sports Central brought to you by Office Furniture Depot. Talking sports. Here's Becky and Neil. Welcome back. Sports Central, our third segment here. Yep. Still excited. Florida State won their bowl game. I know you are. Listen, they were bad for so long, at least by Florida State standards, <laughs> that it was nice. Ten-win season. Uh, come from behind. They beat Oklahoma last Thursday right here. Listen to it on this station. They win 35-32. to 32. Uh, Their first bowl win since 2017. Of course, the first under Mike Norvell. Um, got it done. I'm even happier to report 
again, it's been a few weeks. It was early in December. Uh, the University of Florida lost. That was a rough game. Not for a Florida State fan. If I'm not mistaken, Florida State's the only team to win their bowl game in the state of Florida because the only other team was UCF and they They lost lost as well, right? Yeah, they lost to Duke. Thirty it was thirty to thirteen. No, thirty yeah, thirty to thirteen. Florida lost thirty to three. (laughs) I just gotta keep saying that. (laughs) College football playoff. Uh Number two, Michigan loses to number three, TCU, uh, 51-45. That was a great game. I, did you watch that game? Um, I didn't. The place I was at for New Year's Eve actually had uh, the Georgia-Ohio State game on, so well, I was watching. But the Michigan game was on before that. You weren't there yet. I wasn't there yet. I was at dinner. Okay, so you went to a uh, – because uh, both games were on New Year's Eve, so mm-hmm. going to some festivities. Yeah. And uh, you watched the Georgia-Ohio State game. Were there Georgia or Ohio State fans there? There were a ton of Georgia fans there. And it was getting a little rowdy. Um, Yeah, because really they should have lost that game. Yeah, I ended up with ice on my head. So (laughs) 42-40. Wait, because they were mad or in a celebratory way? In a celebratory way. Ice on your head? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. All right. Not going to ask any questions. But... uh, yeah, the 50-yard field goal from Ohio State with three seconds remaining sailed wide left, uh, giving Georgia the um, the win. So TCU versus Georgia. I don't know that there. I don't know that there's one person in the country that said the national championship this year will be TCU versus Georgia. Crazy. If they say it, they're lying. They might have Georgia. Yeah. I don't think they had TCU Georgia. But once again. Sports does exciting things. Do you think, I don't know that we've talked about this, but the NIL situation and players getting paid, and I don't want to, I don't want to get into that necessarily, uh, whether people support it or don't support it. But I heard something last night on the radio that made me think, maybe, because I've not been a big supporter of NIL, at least not the way it is right now. I'm not saying that it can't exist in some form uh, or format, but the the point that the person was trying to make is NILs are making it to where small schools like TCU can get to a national championship. I'm like, hold on. I don't think that occurred. I can't say that it didn't occur. I just think TCU has a good team, a good coach, and they, they made it through. I don't know that TCU has enormous NIL deals in place that made it to where they're able to be in the national championship. It all depends on how you play the game that you're in. So I don't really think that an NIL has anything to do. Yeah. I, with if that. it were three or four years from now and that happened, you know, a, a, a much smaller incident, TCU, I believe, is a private school. So uh, it's a smaller so. school mm-hmm. compared to like the Ohio States or even the Purdue's or UCF is an enormous school. I think that's USF the is pretty school in the country. What, UCF? Yeah. Really big. So. I don't know that I put a whole lot in that. Anyways, national championship will be uh, Monday night. Um, We'll see what happens there. You've got to be – is anyone in the country other than Georgia fans – like everyone else is rooting for TCU, right? Yeah, I think so. Uh, My roommate and her boyfriend are rooting for TCU. I think that there will be a little watch party at my place on Monday, but – 
I was rooting for Ohio State, so I had a very sad New Year's Eve. <laughs> well, I don't know if you know this, and we always try to bring it back to uh, to Polk County, but Tyler Williams, the receiver for Lakeland High School, mm-hmm. was a early enrollee. He signed with Georgia. He's going to be a receiver for Georgia. He was actually at the game on the sidelines. That is crazy. Yeah. So he wins the state championship. He enrolls early with the defending national champion, and then he's on the sideline for the college football playoff semifinals. So he might be a lucky charm. If you don't think there's a lot of talent coming out of Polk County playing for these schools, uh, you're pretty crazy. NFL, um, I have not heard that there's any change to the schedule with the whole situation that occurred on Monday Night Football. I I know that nothing has been announced between uh, Cincinnati uh, and the Bills in in continuing that contest. I believe all other other games are going to occur as as scheduled. So Mm -hmm. with that schedule, 4.30 on Saturday, the Chiefs versus the Raiders, Titans versus the Jaguars. Jacksonville has a chance to get the playoffs. It's it's quite – Unbelievable. Uh, Buccaneers will take on the Falcons. Uh, They get a huge performance from Tom Brady last week. Uh, Mike Evans, huge performance. Uh, They win the NFC South. They're in the playoffs. It no longer matters what happens in this game. But I'm a big um, buy-in to the whole momentum thing. I think that they do need to play their starters. I think that last week, they if they play like they played last week, they could certainly make a deep run in the playoffs. If they play like they have played any other game the rest of the season, they're not going to make mm-hmm. a deep run in the playoffs. So I think they at least need to get some more reps uh, and look like the team that they looked like last week uh, for them to again, make any kind of uh, run in the playoffs. But we'll we'll see what happens. Are you are you uh, are you a Jacksonville fan? Um, I don't watch a ton of football, but I'm from New York, so I'm actually a Giants fan. Sorry. <laughs> um, but if I picked a team from Hold Florida. On. Nope, stop right now. <laughs> stop right now. So you said you're a Giants fan. Yeah. Who's your baseball team? Yankees. No, absolutely not. Eric, cut her mic. She is no longer allowed to speak on this show. So let me let me tell you two things. If you're going to live in this area, okay? Mm-hmm. One, right, by proximity, you're going to root for the Rays. Ameri- no. <laughs> American League East rival of the Yankees, so maybe not. But at a minimum, mm-hmm. you will root for the Detroit Tigers. Yes, I will. Why is that? Let's see Let's see how much you know. Their spring training is right here in Lakeland. How long has that been going on? Like how many years have they been here? Mm-hmm. 80 plus. Impressive. Well, you redeemed yourself uh, – the evil empire, which is the Yankee Nation. Um, hey, leave, we, leave we, us out of it. We we won't hold that against you. <laughs> well, I will uh, from time to time. Uh, but uh, I give you props on the the Detroit Tigers thing. Of course, spring training right around the corner. Uh, looking forward to that. But as we get back to uh, your Giants, uh, should be in the playoffs, right? Yeah, they're they've clinched. They're in the sixth position. Um, in the NFC, I don't think they're going to do anything though. Do you? Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't follow football as closely as I follow baseball. I would say I'm a Jets fan, but I, I, I don't. I would only say that because a kid I went to high school with plays for them now. But my family's always been more of a Giants. Well, Jacksonville last Sunday, thirty-one to three win over the Texans. Uh, I don't know that the Houston Texans can get any worse 
Uh, the Dolphins <laughs> lost 23-21 to on Sunday. I think they're still in the hunt for a playoff spot. They're 8-8. Eight and eight. Um, I think that Cincinnati and Buffalo game is impactful to whether the Patriots are going to make the playoffs. So, again, that game that was not able to be continued for obvious reasons mm-hmm. – um, it's going to be interesting to see what the National Football League does. Do they push back the playoffs by a week? Do they? They're going to have to figure out something, and I think that they're going to have to announce something soon. The good thing is, I, I think for the first 24, 48 hours, and even even into today, um, not knowing his condition, it was hard to move on when this young man was literally fighting for his life on the field fighting for his life in the hospital, it's hard to think about playoffs and and all those things when such an impactful thing has happened. My gut feeling is we'll probably hear something from the National Football League tomorrow because all the news that's coming out of that hospital now is positive. He's moving in the right direction. So I've got to think that they're finalizing that plan and we should probably know something pretty soon. Yeah, I think once they have more clarity on the situation, they'll know what to do game-wise. Well, we will see. Um, One of the things that we're going to head to break here in in a minute, but one of the things that is an initiative this year is a culinary campaign. Uh, There are some great places to to dine here in Polk County. And when visitors come to Polk County, whether it's for leisure travel or sports tourism, they want to eat where the locals eat. Uh, So there's going to be an entire campaign that uh, not only this year, but really moving forward, uh, that that features a lot of those things. And we're actually going to talk about one of the events that's coming up where you can get in on that culinary side of Polk County. But for now, we're going to head to our final break. When we come back, we're going to talk all things local events right here in Polk County. You're listening to Sports Central on Talk Radio 96.7. Talk Radio 96.7. Sports Central is what you got, and it's brought to you by the Cleveland Heights Golf Course. Here's Neil and Becky. Thank you, Eric. Welcome back to the fourth and final segment of Sports Central, and we'll get right to it because we don't have a whole lot of time. Nope. <laughs> um, real quick update on the Lakeland Magic. Uh, they won, if I can use this thing, 131 to 116 <laughs> on Monday night against the College Park Skyhawks. I love the names in the G League. I really do. They're really funny. Yep. Friday, they'll be on the road against the Windy City Bulls. Gee, I wonder who's that. <laughs> Chicago Bulls affiliate, of course. Uh, and then they will play them again on Saturday. So Friday night, 8 p.m. in Chicago. Saturday night, 8 p.m. in Chicago before returning home. Nope, I lied. Monday in the Motor City against the Motor City Cruise. That's in uh, Wayne State Fieldhouse in Detroit. Then they return home on Wednesday, January 11th when they take on the Westchester Knicks. Are you a Knicks fan? I'm not. Sorry. Just really love throwing stuff out there and you just completely <laughs> swatted away. Friday, January 13th, they'll be at home against the Greensboro Swarm. That is a 7 p.m. tip-off. Then they play them again on Saturday the 14th. So a number of home games coming up for the Magic. The Tropics are, um, unfortunately, they dropped their game uh, Tuesday night on the road, but they will be back home in Lakeland this weekend for a pair of games against the Harrisburg Heat. Friday night's kickoff at 7 p.m. Sunday matinee at 3 p.m. So the Florida Tropics back at the RP Funding Center Friday at 7, Sunday at 3, and then the Magic return next week. We were talking about uh, culinary. Um, You like to eat. I do like to eat. I love to eat. There's a lot of great places to eat in Polk County. 
so one of the things that we did in October during um, the world, sh- not the world shoot, um, the Shosky World Championships, I'm, I'm combining events. Um, the the water ski event was uh, a downtown uh, international uh, food and wine type event, wildly successful. Thousands of people showed up to this event, not only competitors, but uh, local residents. Um, and that was through the Main Street program, partnering with Tourism Sports Marketing, City of Winter Haven, and all the partners, Cypress Gardens Water Ski Team. But the Winter Haven Chamber is putting together an event that's coming up real soon. Why don't you tell us about it? Yeah, so it's called the Taste of Winter Haven, and it's happening February 16th from 6 to 9. Um, there's basically just local cuisine, beer, wine, um, live music. It's taking place at Venue 650 in, I believe, downtown Winter Haven. Um, but you have to be 21 or older to attend, I'm assuming, for alcohol purposes. Yeah, and of course, uh, Venue 650's indoor, outdoor spaces are a perfect setting for formal dinners, cocktail receptions, or a, a function like this. Uh, uh, so I believe that facility can hold up to 400 people. So there's plenty of space. Uh, but as Becky said, you do have to be over 21, uh, obviously, for the drinking component. Oh. Um but that, that's a perfect example of, uh, I think you read off all the different folks that are going to be um, there, didn't you? No, I didn't, but I can. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, yeah, so there's Karos Nutrition, um, Richard's Coffee, The Brack Shack, our Noir Kitchen. Elite... Or no, or, I always mess that up. Go ahead, sorry. <laughs> Elite Catering. Elite Catering Co. <laughs> uh, Treasured Olive, Lucille's, Terry Lob Catering, Mediterranean Fresh Grill, Ovation Bistro and Bar, Tanner's Lakeside, Grove Roots Brewery, Front Page Brewery, and Lake Lake Ridge Winery and Vineyard. Yeah, you can go to visitcentralflorida.org under the events section and click on that, and it'll click right through to the event. Uh, you can buy your tickets um, on Central Florida Ticks. So either go to visitcentralflorida.org or go to centralfloridatix.com, and they have a full listing of events, uh, different things going on in Polk County, uh, like the USA Water Ski and Wake Sports Annual Awards Banquet, January 8th. 28th, uh, Classic Rock Legacy presents uh, Rubber Soul and Revolver, January 28th as well. So there's just there's so much going on. You definitely want to look at all the events uh, that are coming up. Of course, we have coming up Florida Youth Soccer Association's ODP training. Uh, that'll be at Lake Myrtle uh, Sports Park this weekend. We also have Foster Volleyball New Year's Classic. Uh, that's at the Advent Health Fieldhouse. Uh, the Florida State Soccer Association Florida Classic Adult Soccer event will be next weekend uh, during the uh, Martin Luther King uh, holiday. We also have the Flag Football Life National Flag Football Championships. There's so much going on. So go to centralfloridasports.com or visit centralflorida.org for a full listing of events going on here in Polk County. Well, Becky, we're coming to the close of Sports Central. Was it as difficult as you thought it was going to be? No, I had fun. I don't want to admit that to you, but I do. Too late. Eric, did you hear her? <laughs> <laughs> it is literally on, it's recorded. You know that's how radio works. It's recorded. I know. So every time you don't want to do something, I'm going to play that recording. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and uh, wrap up the show for Eric Clark, uh, Rebecca Messina, 
a.k.a. Becky Mm -hmm. and Neil Duncan. We appreciate you tuning in. We appreciate the uh, platform that Hall Communications gives us to promote all the events that are recruited to Polk County. Again, these events don't just show up. They have to uh, be recruited. Relationships have to be developed and that economic impact coming into Polk County. One last time, go to visitcentralflorida.org for a full listing of events or better yet, go up to the visitor information slash welcome center one half mile south of I-4 and Highway 27 to find out everything there is to find out about Central Florida's Polk County. Thanks so much for tuning in to Sports Central. I'm Neil Duncan. We'll see you again next week. Good night, everybody.